Willow Wind Farm, Betsy's Story, Chapter 9, The Missing Pills. Saturday was the last day they'd be staying at Grandma's house that week. She said she would be finished with all the sewing by then. She was glad she could stop soon because the arthritis in her hands was starting to hurt her again. Dorothy, do you know where the drugstore is on 3rd Street? asked Grandma. Take this prescription bottle for me and get it filled. I think I'll have to take my stronger pills this morning. Usually, Grandma took aspirin to help stop the pain of her arthritis, but the doctor had given her a, new, a different prescription to try out. He said it was a new drug that might help Grandma more than aspirin. Betsy went with Dorothy. They walked up 7th Street as far as the corner, then turned and walked to 3rd. There, on the far corner, was the drugstore. As soon as they had gotten the prescription filled, they hurried home. Betsy would have liked to stay and look at the magazines and the other interesting things. We'd better get back, said Dorothy. Grandma might want her pills right away. Put the pills on the small shelf next to the window above the sink, said Grandma, and they returned. Then come here. Your jumpers are ready to try on. Guess what, said Julie. Mom called to say she'll pick us up this afternoon, and she's taking us all to get new shoes. Betsy was glad to hear that. She was growing out of her old shoes. They pinched her in the toes and on the sides. But shoes were expensive, so they could only get one pair each year. Usually, they bought their new shoes in September. That way, they could wear them during the whole school year. In summer, they wore any old boots or raggedy sneakers or hand-down shoes they could find for working in the fields and barns. Now, girlies, said Grandma, while I finish these last hems in the machine, you'll have to do my house cleaning for me. Haven't been able to touch it all week, and it looks like a cyclone struck here. Betsy looked all around the dining room, which was where Grandma did all her sewing. In every corner, there were threads or bits of cloth. On the table were pieces of patterns and the edges of cloth that had been cut away. Some of the cloth pieces were large enough for Grandma to use in making other things. In the living room, right next to the dining room, there were quite a few cloth scraps and threads. Everything had to be sorted and put away. Then they dusted and vacuumed both of the rooms. By that time it was noon, so they all stopped to eat. They had soup and crackers and grilled cheese sandwiches. I don't want to fuss with a big meal because there's still the upstairs to clean, said Grandma, and I have my hair appointment at one o'clock. Grandma went to the beauty parlor every Saturday. There she had her hair washed and set and dried. When she came back, sometimes she didn't look like their grandma at first glance. She would have her hair waved high and fluffy. As soon as they had eaten, the girls did the dishes. They didn't get out of that job, even at Grandma's. But they never quarreled about it because that would have made Grandma feel bad. Besides, she was so good to them, always making them new clothes and things. Clean upstairs real good and dust in every corner, called Grandma on her way out the door. I always forget to clean up there, and now that my, all my girls are away. Grandma meant that none of her daughters lived there anymore. They were Betsy's aunts, and they lived far away. They only came to visit once in a while. The girls went upstairs to do the cleaning. If they worked fast, there would still be time to play before their mom came to get them. She was coming at three o'clock. Grandpa went back down to his woodworking table in the basement. We'll do the pink room, said Betsy and Julie. That was the middle bedroom with the pink paper on the walls and a pink spread on the bed. Mona went to the biggest room. Sarah, come and work with me, she called. Dorothy started on the small bedroom by herself. They were feeling so good they didn't mind the work. Suddenly, Dorothy started to sing, and the others joined in. Knock, knock, the door will open, seek, and you will find. 
ask, you will receive from the maker of mankind. That was one of their favorite songs from a record that their Auntie Janie had sent to them. She was one of the persons singing on the record. They kept on singing all the while they were working. Every now and then, one of them would have to go downstairs to get another dust cloth or the furniture polish or the glass wax. They always seemed to be missing something. But no one grumbled or complained. They were in a happy mood. At last, they finished their work, just as they heard Grandma come walking up the front steps and onto the porch. That sounded so pretty, called Grandma. I could hear you from almost a block away. You can come down now, even if you're not finished. You've done enough work for today. Laughing and singing, they came tumbling down the stairs. When they got to the bottom, Grandma handed Mona a couple of dollars. Here, she said, go out and buy a treat of soda pop for everyone. They all raced out with Mona to go pick out their favorite drink. <laughs> they never got to drink pop at home because they always had milk or juice. Pop was a special treat, only for times they went on a picnic or to a wedding or a party. When they came back in the house, sucking greedily on the straws that were poking from the bottles, they found Grandma in the kitchen looking worried. "'Who took my pills from the shelf here?' asked Grandma. The girls looked back at her silently, forgetting to drink from their straws. "'I didn't,' they each said, shaking their heads. "'Well, somebody must have taken them,' said Grandma. "'I saw Dorothy put them right here.' Grandma pointed to the shelf. The girls looked dumbly back at her. Grandma went to the back porch where a stairway led down to the basement. Alex, she called down, did you do anything with my pills that were on the shelf in the kitchen? No. What would I be doing with your pills? They heard Grandpa answer. Grandma turned back to the girls. She looked very worried. Are you sure none of you took them? She repeated. They shook their heads. Help me look for them then, ordered Grandma. It could be I took them by mistake and put them in another place, but I don't think so. They looked high and low and in every nook and corner downstairs, but they couldn't find the pills. Grandma looked as though she was going to cry. Betsy felt like crying, too. They had had such a happy day and were feeling so good. Now this had to happen. She didn't know where the pills had gone. She only knew she hadn't taken them. Just at that moment, they heard their mother coming up the front steps. She opened the front door and cheerfully called out, Who's ready to go and buy new shoes? No one answered her. She came in and saw Grandma's face. What's the matter? What happened? Grandma explained about the missing pills. She couldn't imagine where they were. She didn't like to think it, but one of the girls must have taken them for some reason or another. You hear such terrible things about drugs, moaned Grandma. What if one of the girls swallowed them all by accident and then got sick? Mother got a very determined look in her eye. All right, she ordered, upstairs with all of you. I'm going to call you down one by one, and you're going to tell me what happened to those pills. And I want the truth, you hear? Mona, Dorothy, Julie, Betsy, and Sarah trooped up the stairs. Mom waited in the kitchen at the foot of the steps. She asked Grandma to go into the living room and turn on the television. The girls waited silently until they were called. Betsy sipped at her pop, but it didn't taste good anymore. It was getting warm and had no more fizz to it. She waited while Mona went down and came up. Then Dorothy. Then Julie. Finally, it was her turn. Mother asked her to tell what they did all day. First, we went to the drugstore, then came back. After that, we cleaned the downstairs. Then we ate, and afterwards, we went to clean upstairs while Grandma went out. That's all, said Betsy. Did you go downstairs once you were cleaning up there? Yes, I went to get the furniture polish, answered Betsy. And you didn't touch the pill bottle while you were down here. 
No, said Betsy truthfully. Honest, I didn't. She was beginning to feel like one of those people on the Perry Mason television show, always being asked questions. Okay, I believe you, said her mom suddenly, and she went and sent Betsy back upstairs. After that, she called Sarah, and soon Sarah came back up. They waited, lying on the beds in different rooms and not saying a word. After a while, Mom called them back down again. She was looking relieved, and so was Grandma. I know what happened to the pills, explained Mom, but I won't say who did it. Now I want you to pay attention, all of you. Never touch any pills or medicines in anyone's house unless I ask you to. Even though you think you're doing the right thing, sometimes it's the wrong thing. Betsy could not understand what Mom mother was talking about. She wanted to know what had happened. Never mind, said Mom firmly. Just forget all about it, and in the future, keep away from pills and medicines. Now come on, let's go and get some shoes before the stores close. Betsy looked at her sisters out of the corners of her eyes. None of them seemed to be squirming or crying. She wondered what had happened to the pills. But they never did talk about it after that, and Betsy never found out why the pills were missing that day at Grandma's house.